welcome and thanks for tuning in again to the Deepers Creepers podcast where we get high, eat snacks, and talk about our favorite horror movies. I am Casey. And I'm Jess. And today we're going to be talking about the movie Shudder. Unlike Nickelback, you're not going to want to look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> So, like Jess said, we are looking at the uh, 2008 remake, the uh, American remake of Shudder. Uh, the original is a 2004 Thai movie, which I have not seen the original. You haven't? I haven't either. Yeah, yeah I haven't we need either. to put that on our list. I, I remember seeing this movie um, when it came out-ish, I mean, when I was younger, um, but yeah, I would definitely like to look into a lot more, because I there are a few American remakes of Asian horror movies that I really like. Like, The Ring is one of my favorites. I love The Ring. And I, I think I've seen Ringu maybe once. Yeah, um, The Grudge was pretty time. good, but I haven't seen the original of that. Um, that's something I definitely like to look more into. And yeah. I'm, I'm just not we're very well versed on that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're looking at the remake, of course, the American remake, uh, which I'm sure is the worst version, if I... Had to guess. Had yeah. to make a bet, yeah. Uh, the director, uh, Masayuki, I'm not even going to pronounce, try to pronounce that because I'm going to butcher it. Um, he apparently, uh, he's done a few other things, but I didn't recognize any of his credits. Uh, but the screenplay is done by Luke Dawson, um, who apparently also did the screenplay for Lazarus Effect, um, which was like Evan Peters and... Oh, you're burning. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty good. Childish Gambino was in that. Are you serious? Yeah, I really liked that movie. I know a uh, friend of the podcast, Katie, she really liked that movie too. But um, apparently he also did the screenplay for that. Uh, that's really all I know from him. And then uh, leading actors are Joshua Jackson and Rachel Taylor. Uh, I recognize Joshua Jackson from Cursed, which is the... Christina Ricci werewolf movie, which is definitely <laughs> a uh, stay tuned for a future episode. Definitely. We will we'll cover that in the future. I recognized him from lots of early 2000s yeah. kind of movies. This like was... He was in like one of the urban legend movies. I think the second one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, shit. What else was he in? I don't know, but he was That in, was kind of his time. He was, yeah, he yeah, always played, like, kind of a fucking asshole. He does he play asshole plays really an well. Asshole. Yeah, he does. I think he was in, like, Dawson's Creek or something like that, too. That makes sense. He has that kind of face. Totally. Um, <laughs> I didn't recognize the actress for many things. She does, I mean, she kind of has that face that looks like a few other actresses. Yeah, she looks like, um... Kate Upton-ish. Um... But apparently she was in See No Evil, which is the Kane movie. And uh, Jess and I have discussed a future episode of um, horror and wrestling um, because they are very intertwined. And we need a 
wrestling expert to come on the podcast and help us talk about that in the future. So anybody who's listening who loves wrestling, please reach hit out. Us up. Yeah. Reach out. Yep. I know I have tons of friends that are into wrestling and would probably have a really fun time with this. So please reach out and let us know anybody else what you guys think about that video or if you have any other fun ideas for us to try out. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh this movie has an a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes and Usually the really low movies, low percentage movies, are amazing, so bad they're good, or just not very good. <laughs> Nine is you, bad. I'll let you guys determine what this one is. <laughs> it's just not that good. But uh, I actually just kind of really like it. It's I dumb fun. I don't take it fun. too seriously. It's dumb fun, is what it is. It's like... <sighs> It's a roller coaster because I want to say it's female empowerment, but then I watch this back and this dumb bitch she, just makes horrible decisions. She is dignitized for most of this movie, <laughs> which is unfortunate, but she gets away in the end. So it's cool. You right. know, happy ending, happy ending. I do love that it's a cool one hour, 25, a lot of movies. Push My it. main complaint <laughs> lately about a lot of movies is they're two or more hours, and I miss my 90-minute movies, so... Yes, this was a good time for that, the 2000s yes. were. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I remember when I was younger, I really liked this movie. Uh, I remember having a good time. I remember it kind of scared me. Um, I don't understand now why it scared me. <laughs> Not a right. lot of these scenes had a lot of tension. The directing was just very meh. Just yeah, not a I lot of tension that. building. Just I feel like the plot just kind of plows through and nothing happens for a while. I literally, yeah, there's there's a I get to that in a point of my notes too. I do too. Yeah. Um, so um we can go ahead and get into the plot now. Uh if you want, yeah. you wanna go ahead and start off? Uh, sure. I mean, I think the first part of the movie that was really important is talking about, like, them moving and starting their life together, and, um, Yeah, it starts off with, like, uh, the wedding. The wedding, right? yeah. yeah. And there's, like, you know, there it's kind of shot, like, you know, stills and photographs, yeah. and, you know, it's fine. And then, yeah, they, uh, go back to, uh, I guess their apartment or something, because then they're going to fly out for their honeymoon. Oh, it was a honeymoon, And yeah. he's got, um, like, these little disposable cameras that he was using. This guy's a photographer. Why do you have the shittiest cameras known to man at your wedding? <laughs> I mean, Maybe I know. thought it'd be fun. I don't know. I'm, I'm artsy. I get it. I mean, I guess, but, like, I mean, okay, our friend Katie, a very amazing photographer, the two of you went to art school together. Yes. I think you yeah. guys are both amazing artists. She paid a lot of money for her wedding photographer because she knows what good photography is. Right. Absolutely. And she's going to know if it looks like crap. I just feel like this guy's, I don't know, like you went cheap on your wedding. <laughs> yeah. I Like he didn't know any other photographers that would have helped him out. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Um, but I, I mean, like you said, I do get the artsy, you know, shot of it. Right. Um, the only thing in the movie that I was like, oh, this is kind of sort of well shot is, uh, whatever, wherever they went on their honeymoon, it's got some pretty shots of mountains and stuff, but I don't know if that's good direction 
or good cinematography scenery. or yeah. just beautiful scenery. Yeah, which I feel like <laughs> I think it's probably just beautiful scenery because a lot of this there's just there weren't a lot of shots or anything that I was like, oh wow, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, not every movie has to have that. Whatever. Um, but yeah. So after, or no, on the way to the honeymoon, mm-hmm. the incident. The incident. Who's uh, this bitch? Who's <laughs> this bitch? Uh, so they <laughs> are driving down the street, and she hits a girl. She hits a lady, and man, does she overreact with that will and so worms all the way out of control. And then they ram into a tree and pass out. And man, they pass out for a long time. Uh, yeah. It's like the snow has covered the car again. They've been sitting there for so long. And then they just jump up like they're okay. Like, no, no, you're, you have brain damage. You, your poor skull is not okay. (laughs) And the worst part was she was legitimately, Jane was legitimately freaking out about this poor girl in the road. And he was like. Who was in the road? No one was in the road. Blah, blah, blah. If they wouldn't be here. Like, gaslighting the fuck out of her. That's Instantly. a very common theme in this movie. Men gaslighting. Go fucking figure. Early 2000s. Full of this shit. Oh, my Sorry, God. that's my rant. This is gaslighting 101. Oh, my God. I literally kept writing it down. You guys oh, will. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, then the next day they just wake up in their yep. honeymoon cabin. Um, yeah, so Oh, they... and that's when it first kind of focuses on his neck pain. Yeah, and that's when he rubs his neck for the first time, and, you know, we start to wonder. And he says, I think I tweaked something in the in the crash. Yeah. Because he starts, like, rubbing his neck, like something's bothering his shoulders. But the way it was shot made it made it sure that you were to focus on oh, that, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, uh, they definitely focus on it a few times. It's definitely hinted at, um, which, of course, I think if anybody has seen this movie uh, and remembers anything about this movie... It's the batshit crazy last ending part. Yes. Um, and it's hilarious, and I I love it, and I hate it. I think yes. it's stupid and funny, and I think it's just the perfect cheesy-ish stupid ending for a not great movie. <laughs> but, you know, fun to watch. It's, it's fun and stupid. Right. It's stupid, and I like it. <laughs> but, yeah, so... When they got back to their, like, honeymoon area, he was, like, dismissing of her concerns again about this girl. She brought it back up, and he kept saying, if, if there was a girl. And it's like, are you serious? Like, he knew there was a girl. Well, and why else would she have swerved and done all that? Like, he is just like, oh, no, you, what do you mean? You're, You're seeing shit. Just immediately dismisses her, doesn't even... Give her a single moment of, well, okay, so I believe you. There was a girl there. What do we do now? Whatever. Um, one thing I, one thing I, call, he, he loves calling women crazy. Right. And one thing I did notice is, yes, he should know from the beginning who this is, but he makes a comment that's like, if there was a girl there, she's probably at home eating ice cream, getting her cast signed. And they refer to her for a little while in the beginning of the movie as, like, a a young girl. And given what happens at the end of the movie, I don't know why he's like, oh, this, they're like this little girl, this girl in the street. And it's not this woman when it's clearly, like, a grown woman at Uh, the end of the movie. Yeah, that's creepy. And I noticed that and I was like, why did he, ew, (laughs) 
Ew, that is really creepy. Because, yeah, it almost makes you think, you know, it's like a little girl, but it, yeah. no, it's, it's a grown-ass woman. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty creepy. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then we meet, because uh, I guess then they fly to Japan because he's getting this new job there, so they're moving to Japan. Mm-hmm. And we meet the girl that, like starts flirting with him. His assistant yeah. or whatever. And she like makes these weird moves. And her name's Yoko. Could it be anymore? Okay, Yoko. Right. <laughs> wow. Um <clears throat> and then she like he leaves her to go do something and she's standing there like she's all upset. Why did she go to the work thing with him? A lot of things in this movie I'm just like this there's just nothing happening in the plot, and there's just a lot of scenes that are like, what are we doing here? Why, Why are we here? Important? Why? Yeah. This is just filler, and it's not interesting filler. Like, we could use some spooky scenes that aren't there. And what I think, too, is, like, I like when movies show some foreshadowing, but I don't need a movie to hold my hand. And show me every little thing that I'm supposed to pay attention to so in your face. I don't need a movie that spells it out for me all the time. Like, I want a little bit of mystery. I think that's what makes things scarier. If you show me the neck, if you show me this creepy yellow chair over and over again, it's just not going to be as scary to me anymore when I finally get that big scene. Yep, it's going to... It's going to make it lackluster. It's not going to hit as much. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Okay, so then he uh, gives her, like, a little surprise gift, but it's clearly a gift for him because it's photos. Right. But then, um, yeah, there's the spirit photo thing. So uh, how does that come about again? She was going through the pictures, and then his other assistant um, saw them. And mentioned to her that her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever that situation was, worked for a spirit photography magazine. And so um, she then mentioned it to her husband. And he totally blew her off and told her that it wasn't real. He just messed up the film. And, um, yeah, and then it moved on to a scene where he was uh, taking more photos and you can see that Yoko had her hand on his butt. And it's just like, there are so many red flags in this movie about this man. And every she, single turn, there's a red flag. And she ignores it every time. And uh, one thing that I did notice, I um, I love, you know, studying, you know, different horror tropes, things like that. Um, one thing that is very common in horror is the, um, and it's typically called the, um, magical black character, but it can really refer to, um, any minority. I think typically it is, um, there's, in a lot of movies, it's, there's one black character and they are the, um, the expositional character for all the magical and supernatural things. And I definitely got wind of that in this movie when the, uh, assistant saw the, um, you know, the picture with the weird thing on it. And she's like, oh, spirit for pictures. I know someone that deals with that stuff. And I know all about that. And it's like, oh, of course, automatically this 
foreign character is going to know all this spooky stuff. Because, and, you know, maybe that is, you know, very common in Japanese culture. I'm very ignorant on that, obviously. But it just very, very much felt like that mythical black character, you know, but it's, you know, just a minority character. Yeah. And then she went to a casino and took a selfie um, with her Polaroid camera. And she got yelled at, you know, she was walking out. Just being a fucking tourist. Yeah, and she... I'm sure I look like that when I was... Well, the Polaroid, her um, her husband's assistant saw it, and she knew she was fucked. Because it happened again, and you can't fake a Polaroid. Yes. And that's a point that's brought up later. So she's like, you need to go see... You need to go see my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Absolutely. Situation. And if it feels like we're flying through this plot, it's because this plot is, is just flying along. Yes, 100%. There, it just, I mean, we're like 40 minutes into this movie almost, and like <laughs> nothing has happened. Yeah. It's insane. Um, but then there is this scene where we are introduced to um, Ben, who is the main character. It's Ben and Jane, as just mm-hmm. stated earlier, I think. Uh, and his best friends are Bruno and Adam. And Adam, as soon as he came on screen, I paused the movie and Jess and I turned to each other like, oh shit. Like we both know this guy. And then it turns out it was, yeah, it was two totally different things. Again. Again. I know this guy as the creepy uh, stepbrother from Teeth, which I love that movie. One of my all time favorite B movies. Um, Definitely another stay tuned. Oh yeah. I would love to watch that one. And um, I knew him from Hostel Free. He was the the guy who was um, handicapped in that movie. And it was just, he was, like, actually a really nice guy in that movie. So it's weird to see him be this, like, fucking asshole opposite, to me. Opposite for me. He Which was is a so total funny. creep in teeth. And I feel like he has that creep face. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, his friends are fucking awful. awful. Also red flag. Almost <laughs> over the top where it's like, wow, could it be a little more subtle? But nothing about this movie subtle. What What am I saying? Um, So then there's uh this one scene that I, it, I don't know, it has potential to be creepy. I like it for the uh, photography aspect of it, which I am no photographer. I took one photography class in college. Uh, I am not that kind of artist. Uh, But there's a scene where he, uh, Ben, is shooting um, these women on these stairs. And it really looks like a really pretty shot. Like, I could see a shot like that in a magazine. It was gorgeous, Um, yeah. And I think there's this creepy little moment where he's looking into the camera and he sees a figure and he goes, uh, clear the frame. Because he's looking down into his camera at the frame. And then he looks up and, of course, nothing's there. Because it's, you know... The ghost. The ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he just ignores that, of course. Um, and then that's when... The photos got ruined. Yes. Uh, but then right af- right before we find that out, uh, Jane goes to meet that girl's ex-boyfriend. Yes. And she was waiting for him to speak to him, and she saw him photoshopping some of the spirit photos. And, of course, she was very upset, and he's like, just because some of them are not real doesn't mean that all of them aren't real, you know? 
And so he took her to this room full of all photos that he claimed were real. And it was, it was really creepy. I felt like you, and he said that those spirits were not there for no reason. They were not getting, like, trying to convey, like, nothing with all this energy. Like, they were trying to send a message. Yeah, that's, like, a, you know, kind of their explanation for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I feel like it is kind of a common uh, explanation and mythos about ghosts is they have some unfinished business. They are, you know, the spirit of some emotional tie, something like that. I think that's pretty common. And they kind yeah. of explain that. So that makes sense. Um, he does say, which I think is kind of a weird comment that doesn't get brought up again. He says, I've seen pictures of someone in the background who was alive still but wasn't in the photo and i think that's a cool concept i think that's something that could be explored but of course is not in this movie because why would it be why would it be (laughs) it's a it's a 2000s you know nothing movie but again i like it yeah um so yeah that was just you know a whatever comment um and then he says and that's when uh, he brings up the, well, you can't fake a Polaroid because there's no negative. Yep. Um, but also, there's a lot of in-camera tricks that mm-hmm. people have used for years before Photoshop. So that's a dumb question. Right. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, and then it, it uh, there's a scene in Ben's dark room. And like I said, I took one photography class in college and I missed the dark room. It's just such a calming experience um, I, I took had a the, film class i had the opposite experience uh i dropped out of art school i was a photography major trauma trauma yeah i don't ever want to be in a dark room again <laughs> oh well see mine was just uh, a class for fun because i needed a class um, oh i wish <laughs> so because i was not i was a writing major and i did not go to an art school um but anyway, anyway, uh, then he gets splashed with some chemicals, and let me tell you what—that motherfucker would blind. be hurt. God, that would hurt so much. Those he didn't chemicals. even go to the eye washing station. He and it <laughs> oh, so much splashes into his face. It I would literally burn wrote so photochemicals bad. in eyes. Ouch. I, oh, oh yeah. I literally, I wrote those chemicals would burn. <laughs> Um, there is, I think, um, possibly my favorite shot of the movie is right after that. And she, um, Jane, is about to get on the subway or whatever underground transportation they have. Yeah. Um, and uh, the camera is kind of in the, you know, in the car, uh, subway or whatever. And the windows are passing by and it shows the... Uh, uh, the girl that we're, you know, that we've been seeing the whole time on one window and then the little split passes by and then it's just like a random woman sitting there. And it's just a very split second little creepy shot that I really like and probably I'm, my favorite shot in the movie. I love that shot. Absolutely. And then she, Jane is on the train, whatever, underground thing and um, sees, you know, a reflection of the ghost girl and starts screaming for the thing to like stop. Stop where? Right. You're underground. You're just going to walk <laughs> into a wall. If they open that door, there's nothing. And everybody, like, jumped up and was like, 
holding her. And yeah, that, like, I would have, like, f- freaked the fuck out if a bunch of strangers started touching me when I was having a panic attack. Also, <laughs> but also, if you start screaming and trying to open the door to nothing, they're probably gonna... No, you're right. <laughs> but I'm also <laughs> saying if I was her, yeah, I would be throwing bows. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd be like, don't fucking touch me right now. But anyways, I'm not her. I don't believe you. I'm not Jane. I'm Jessica Jane. Jane. But not Mary Jane. Jane. Ooh, Mary Jane. Good point. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So then, uh, you know, Jane goes home and she's like, oh shit, Ben, we're being haunted by a ghost. Guess what? You have no proof. What? More gaslighting! Oh yeah, he gaslights the fuck out of her. But also, she has... Like, why does she believe this so suddenly? We have gotten... There's just been so many scenes of nothing and not enough scenes of, like, her being creeped out by stuff for me to fully, you know, go on the ride of, oh, yeah, she totally believes she's being haunted. She's had, like, two creepy things happen to her. Yeah. So I just... I could use a little more. I I like to just sit down and go on the ride of a movie, but I need things to happen. Yeah, it was definitely slow moving to get into any sort of action. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. he was gaslighting her and being super rude. And I was just like, how does she still not see these red flags? Like, she's, he's like, I'm not your fucking father. He was saying she was, like, clingy and it's not like she can go to work with him. Yeah, he's like, I wish I could quit my job and be with you all day, every day. She's like, I can't. She's like, I didn't fucking ask for that. Nobody asks for that. And that is such a typical... Like, a very... Narcissist. Like, yeah, just a very, like, blatant, gross, you know, manipulative thing to say. And then, yeah, he's like, I'm not your father. Eat my ass, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. And then the next scene, he's sleeping on the couch. Yep, love that. Fuck you. Um, I think the next important scene that we should talk about is um, when he went to the doctor and he got on the scale. And it was just a subtle thing, but the nurse is incredibly confused. She weighs him. And yeah. she, like, gets him off the scale, adjusts it, and then gets him back on. And she's just looking at him like, why the fuck are you so fat, bro? And at that point, it didn't show us the weight, but it was... Uh, but she's looking at it like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a very crucial scene. <laughs> and it's just very funny the way she's like, god damn. How much do you weigh? <laughs> right. And then uh, then it cut to him in the dark room. And... I liked this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He uh, is standing in his dark room. He's, you know, messing with the photos he took of the ladies on the stairs. And he's noticing, you know, there's something wrong with them. But uh, someone comes walking in who, you know, everyone assumes is Jane. She's humming this song that we had just heard in a previous scene. And uh, we just see this hand um, kind of caress his neck and his shoulder and, like, his ear. And uh, he's, like, talking to her as if it's Jane. And then he hears the phone ring and he says, oh, I bet it's the company. And he goes to answer the phone. (gasps) But then on the phone is Jane. Dun, dun, dun. Who was touching him? Then who was touching? And so he starts (gasps) freaking out. And uh, he opens the curtain back to his dark room and she's sitting in the chair and it's just this creepy scene and he just sits and stares at her for so long without reacting. Uncomfortably long. Like he's just like, (gasps) but he's not running away or screaming and then eventually he screams, I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's just confusing because like, 
the whole time you wonder if he knows that she's dead or not or if he like is legitimately just figuring it out yeah and it was kind of weird he doesn't believe it still for a long time after that still like gaslights even himself yeah um and then this was the first time i noticed quite a few i'll see if you notice the same ones as i did i noticed a few references to the ring um which came out and i want to say 2002 maybe 2001 i think 2002 uh which i already said is one of my favorites um there are a few shots that I was like, oh my god, this is almost a direct reference to the ring. And this was the first one is she hears him screaming on the phone. Jane does. She comes running back home. Um, and there's this scene where she's slowly walking up to him and he is like kind of kind of looks like he's slouched a little bit in this chair and it's shot from behind. Mm-hmm. And it looks exactly like the scene when Naomi Watts uh, finds her boyfriend or whoever in his chair in the ring and she walks up from behind him and then she spins it around and he's got that crazy face. Oh, yeah. And in this one, of course, he's alive and he just turns around and it's a jump scare. Uh, But I was like, oh, wow, either direct, you know, homage or, you know, maybe a ripoff, whatever. Yeah. Um, So that was the first one. I did see a couple more. I'll say as I go. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a minute, so I'm loving this. That is one of my faves. Uh, that movie still scares me. I still don't like watching it in the dark by myself. Oh, yeah. Me very, either. very few movies still get me like that. The Ring, The Conjuring, um, Sinister. There's a few. Oh, my God. Sinister is so scary. Oh, Bagul is one of the greatest. I love him. We'll have to do that one. Oh, for sure. Ethan Hawk, too. You know oh, how we feel. We definitely have talked about how we feel about Ethan Hawk. Okay, so then, yeah, he, get, he of course, gaslights her some more, which I don't understand why he's still going along like he doesn't know what's happening. Like when he, he doesn't just, know who this girl is. He just saw the ghost. You know it's her. You don't... I don't... He's just... It's he's either, a liar. Yeah, he's either the dumbest motherfucker of all time or, you know, whatever. Just not a great script. No, and then she's like... Is, don't they go back to... um? Oh, yeah, they went to that guy who was the, um, like, was he, like, a psychic? Yes, and he did, like, a magazine article in the yes, magazine yes, yes, that yes. What's-Her-Name's ex-boyfriend worked yes. for. Yes, okay, perfect. You know, Sorry, I couldn't, yeah, yeah. couldn't get that together. But... So they go to him, mm-hmm. um, and they show him some pictures, and he starts screaming in Japanese and freaking out, and... They so of course Ben is like oh he's just saying he can't help us and they leave very suddenly and, and he she, was like freaking out when he why doesn't like she demand to know looked what at Ben said. yeah he was like he could tell he was evil oh yeah and he looked at these pictures and obviously if you're this girl you're gonna look and know or you're gonna see the way this guy is reacting and know something's wrong with the picture he just saw mm-hmm. but she just kind of lets it go whatever. You know, again, whatever. She's just stigmatized. Um, and she, not long after that, she has this, like, dream of the accident. And there's this shot where she, like, like, as she runs into her. And, like, we're led to believe that Jane knows exactly what this girl looks like. I'm sorry. You would not have been able to see her that clearly. And if you did see her face that clearly, you would have had enough time to stop. But she seems to know exactly what this girl looks like. To the point she recognizes her in a photo. That is wild. Yeah. 
No, is, you would not. That's some that's some movie bullshit right Yeah, there, movie bullshit. Sure. I guess I should just buy into that, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just this very, like, she's just clearly staring at each other, and it's like, no, whatever. Uh, <sighs> and then I had another horror movie reference, because I love seeing horror movie references. Uh, a Saw reference. There's this scene where Ben is, like, asleep on the couch or something, and it's dark, and we start getting these flashes from his camera, and then you hear the recharge from the flashbulb. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's very much like the Saw, the very first Saw movie, um, where when Adam, I believe it's Adam, uh, is getting, like, kidnapped uh, in the flashback. and uh, But when you hear the recharge, you also hear Billy the Puppet's laugh. Obviously a much done, a much, much better done scene. I also don't, uh, don't you think of, like, Texas Chainsaw, even? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah the That's brrrr. a fun, I mean, I think, you know, it's, like, that same kind of, like, that noise could be, like, a photograph. Oh, I, and that's, because that's be what it like, is yeah. in the original with John Larenkett's yep. over. And you know what? That's actually, I never thought of it like that, but honestly, Saw, their little thing was probably in a reference to that. To that. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about it like that. Look at us. I know, right? Uh, that's. Uh, so this is when we learn what her name was, what the girl's name is. Her name is Megumi. Megumi. Um, which apparently is what the actress's name is. Uh, I don't know why they didn't, I don't know, change yeah. her name, whatever. Um, and then is this when she, oh, so she, uh, Jane finds these, um, or looks through the photos of the ruined shoot from the girls on the stairs and sees this lights on this one specific uh, floor of this building that they were shooting in front of. Oh, and yeah. so she, like, follows. I don't know how she finds any of these clues. I would not be able to determine no, any of this. No, it was insane. She's like, oh, this light is here. And I don't know. But she ends up in this building. Jane, is your drama detective? She needs to be a goddamn detective. I hope that's what she did after this movie, because she's great. Yeah, honestly. Once she... Stop being dumb. Yeah, once she got over her hypnotization. Uh, <laughs> um, so she ends up in this, uh, you know, office space, and she's taking photos. She sees, you know, the girl... And then a picture gets knocked over. And is that the picture with where she recognizes Megumi in yes, it? Yes, It's like a, an office photo. Yeah. And she's like, oh shit, this is the girl. And then how does she find out? Oh, because uh, on the back of that photo, it says it was shot by Ben, whoever her fiance, husband is. And she's like, oh shit, you knew her. So she yes. takes the photo home and she gives it to Ben and she's like, you knew her. You lied to me. And this is when he says. Well, doesn't she. Oh, wait. No, I think you're right. Um, so this is when he tells her, oh, yeah, I knew her. We met. Uh, she became obsessed with me. She wouldn't leave me alone. She had never been in a relationship. We find out she was depressed. Uh, her dad died, I guess. And so he says, in his words, uh, Bruno and Adam took care of it. Oh, yeah, that was so gross. And as the audience, we know what they mean. Yeah. 
Which is an incredibly uncomfortable thing to tell your wife. Yes, and uh, trigger warning for those scenes later in the film. Um, They are not fun to watch. They are not. Um, And then this is, like, one of the... (laughs) The biggest indications that this woman is just dumb and just obsessed, or, or I don't know, just like going along with this guy because he's like, he's like, yeah, all this happened, but let's, it's fine, let's just go back to America together. And she's like, yeah, like they're just ready to run away from all their problems again. <laughs> I know, and she's just not even like realizing that he's a terrible human. Yeah, it's so he's gaslighting her again, um, and then. We get to, it cuts to, um, Adam. Yes, it's Adam. It cuts to Adam. Who is that? From Teeth and, uh... Hostel 3. Hostel, yeah. Yeah, and he, he, the scene starts by him opening a box with his camera in it, but it's also, like, a box full of scantily clad women, and you just, like, this guy has douche written all over him, and he's taking pictures of this cute girl, he gives her a cowboy hat. She's super annoyed, but she does he's it. a model rep. He represents models and gets them booked for photo shoots, which is why he works with Ben, who is a photographer. So they, you know, connect whatever. And of course, um, you know, the movie stereotypical uh, model rep. Brings the pretty girl back to his apartment. Oh, yeah, let's uh, let's get some, you know, preliminary shots of you. And, you know, just get, you know, in your bra and underwear. I'll be, make sure to send them out and blah, 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 that kind of thing. But, of course, he's just doing it for his own purposes. So, yeah, he's in his apartment with this girl. He's got, um, you know, this pretty girl. He's taking pictures of her. And then he starts seeing this, like, weird thing. In, uh, in the lens of his camera while he's taking these photos. And then there's this weird, awful CG moment where something flies <laughs> in his eye and then his eye's gone. Yeah, it was, it was super bad. <laughs> it was, it was dumb. It and was it so honestly bad. doesn't fit with any of the other, or with the other death that we see. So I don't, there's just a lot of inconsistencies. Yeah, and I was saying that they didn't have a kill for so long. Oh, my and God. And then all of a sudden, it was Adam. And then, right after that, we're like, where's Bruno? And then Bruno will explain Bruno's kill, but it's so different because Adam's is this supernatural. Even even the characters say, well, how did he die? They don't know, man. They just don't know. But then Bruno's death is like... He goes crazy or is possessed, and we'll just say it now. You know, eventually jumps, jumps off, the off fucking building. Yeah, off his balcony after using like a razor to cut up some photos. We never get an explanation of that. At What's this point, he hiding though? Like it's another red flag. Ooh, that red could be flag. really gross. Take a shot for every time you hear someone, or take a take a puff every time you hear us say red flag or gaslight. I'm just going to say red flag, red flag, red flag. Gaslight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, uh, so we get these two, you know, deaths right in a row, basically. After nothing happened for so long. <laughs> for so long. And they could have spaced these out a lot. I'm sorry. Excuse my dog. That's Hannibal. He cries when he doesn't get attention. Uh, so yeah, we get these two deaths right in a row. It's just. Too little, too late. 
yeah it feels we just we needed something more in the in the middle um I did notice that, uh, and another thing that really I don't think gets brought up again is, uh, so obviously I think it's Adam's right eye that gets fucked up and then he dies. And then if on the close up on Bruno's face, right before he runs off the balcony, like his eye is also fucked up for some reason. Yeah. That was never explained either. Nope. Never explained. Never connected. Uh, yeah. Then they get their wedding photos back. (laughs) Huh. Yeah. Um, and that is when we get the reveal that, because of course the whole time Jane and Ben have thought the accident happened and then this spirit started following them or whatever. Um, but actually she'd been there the whole time. Ba, ba, ba. Bum, bum, um, but yeah, she is actually in the wedding photos as well. Yeah, so she's, she's creeping there. in the background, photo bombing, unnecessary. No, I'm just kidding. It's necessary, girl, because he sucks. Oh, probably a good thing he didn't spend a lot on the photographer for the wedding. <laughs> all those pictures are fucked up. And his so is his marriage. But anyways. <laughs> oh yeah, also his life and he sucks. Um, uh, so let's see. Oh yeah, they find her. They go to her old house and they find her dead body. And that's the scene where they turn her around. So they're just now realizing that she is dead and all these pieces are coming together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And when they're in the apartment, they see she's like in this room that's like locked so they can kind of see her from behind. Again, kind of shot like the ring, but they... um, can't get to her for a minute and i'm just thinking they're gonna smell you, you can smell that i know you can smell that dead body yeah like you walk into that apartment and it is dead body smell yeah and there were flies everywhere and they he legitimately like sent her in there to turn her around it was ridiculous and but. then all of a sudden they're like scared because they're oh god she's dead um but yeah but jess made a comment that you know is very true but very sad you know no one was looking for this poor girl, you know? Yeah, nobody All cared. All these things happened, and, you know, Ben and Jane found her because Jane was being haunted. Otherwise, yeah. no one would have found her. And she was like, there were cyanide bottles everywhere. Yeah, potassium cyanide. Yeah. And, you know, it was just it was just really sad, actually, but she he had a dream, and he started, like, violently convulsing. And yeah, or was... he thinks it's a dream, and during part of the dream was another ring reference that I noticed, because she's sitting there looking in the mirror, just brushing her hair. True. And I was like, oh, also the True. ring. Yeah, um, that was yeah. the second one. Uh, I can't remember the last one. I might remember it. But he's like, he's seeing her around, and these creepy things are happening, and he is just underreacting to everything. I don't know if it's the character not believing what's going on or if it's the actor not acting very well, but he's just, like, kind of watching this ghost come at him and do things, and he's just, like, slowly backing away. Yeah, it's just... React, motherfucker! It's weird. And then he, like, then she, like, sticks her tongue down his throat, and, like, he starts puking blood, like, in real life. Yeah, so then Jane wakes up because they were, like, asleep in bed, and she thinks he's dying, and she starts, she just, I'm gonna yell at the ghost. She just yells at the ghost. Yeah, she's like, he loved you because he never loved you! And I was like, bitch. 
rude. You don't even know. That is so fucking rude also. Um, and yeah, why do you think that yelling at the ghost is going to work? And then the next scene is like the girl's funeral. And like, why did they think that yelling at her made her go away? Do you think she's just gone now? Like, they're just like, oh, everything's fine. Like, this is the denouement of our movie. Right. You didn't do anything to get rid of this. You need an exorcist for this, a poltergeist or something for this woman. Yeah, I was like, you guys are literally holding hands at her funeral and you're not even going to question him as to what the fuck happened. Yeah, all these other people at this poor girl's funeral that probably loved her and then her ex is just standing up there with his new wife. That's... That's not tacky. Yeah. Um, oh, she found those. She found those pictures. Yeah, she she went into his office. I think. Oh, and there was a picture of her on the wall. Yes. So, but right before that uh, was this scene. Um, so Jane wakes up and she's got this T-shirt on, and I cannot for the life of me read what the top half of the circle says. But the bottom half says, a baby seal dies. Why that poor baby seal? (laughs) What does her shirt say? What the fuck was the costume department thinking? And if you guys can find it, please send it to us. Please send it to us. Tweet at us. Email us. DeepersCreeperspod at Gmail. We'll shout you out. Why does a baby seal die? I don't understand. Poor thing. Anyways, we're off track again. <laughs> we we love to do that. That's part of the yeah, whole thing. That's the shtick. Of course. Uh, so then, um, yeah, like Jess said, she finds the camera, uh, or she finds an old camera of Ben's that, you know, I guess he was hiding away. And she starts looking through the pictures. And that, this is the scene that is not super fun to watch. Oh, yeah, because she's going through his computer, right? And she finds pictures of Megumi. What? Megumi? Megumi. Sorry about that. She finds pictures of Megumi being, um, for lack of a better term, sexually assaulted by Ben's friends while Ben takes the pictures. And those are Adam and Bruno. Who we were mentioned, um, you know, killed in a short amount of time together earlier. Yeah. And then he, then it just, like, that's it. It was, like, she found those pictures, and there's some pictures of him and her together, and, and like. she's horrified, of course. Yeah. Uh, is. So, uh, there's this brief scene of a boiling pot of water. <laughs> I know what to do with that. <laughs> right. His face would match really well with that uh but we don't condone it but we don't not yeah just kidding (laughs) so um then he comes home and she you know shows him the the photos she found dude she smacked the shit out of him she smacks the shit out of he literally falls down oh my god because he's like oh what are you doing and she says what the fuck and just like, oh, oh my god, it was like a two-handed. Yeah, every ounce of her energy was in that. Oh snack. yeah, absolutely. And uh, so his explanation starts with, "Well, 
Adam said we could give her these pills that are basically roofies. Why is that? What are... Because it would be funny. What is the writing of this movie? It's like they were trying to blackmail her. Yeah. Like, to leave him alone, but, like, what the fuck? Why did yeah. he think that was a good justification? Yeah, that, nice guys like, don't do that. He's like, I didn't touch her. I just took the pictures. You are not making yourself sound any better. I feel like... You literally knew what was happening and you walked away. Yeah. You're guilty. Absolutely. And uh, so I do... Uh, enjoy. There's, you know, they're fighting back and forth. I really like um, Jane's last line because he's trying to get her not to leave and she kind of breaks down. She's like, oh, I just, I need some time. And she goes to open the door. She says, no, I don't. I won't spend my life with you. And then she turns and leaves. Mic drop. Fuck yeah. Boom. Boom. We love to see it. Yeah, I was so happy that she, like, finally realized that Megumi was sending her a warning. She wasn't trying to. She was trying to save her, her. Scare her. She's trying to save her. Save her from this awful man. And the second, the very second that Jane walks out that door, Megumi locks it so that Ben can't get out. Because Megumi's like, "All right, I got this sweet innocent woman out of this situation. Now we're gonna be together forever. <laughs> can't wait to play." Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so this is the batshit crazy ending that, of course. Um, most people who remember this movie are gonna remember. Yeah. Uh, so he starts taking these pictures, trying to figure out where she is in the room, and then he throws the camera, and it goes off, and this Polaroid prints out. Hannibal, please stop, go. Um, this Polaroid prints out, and, uh, we get these, like, flashes throughout the movie of him, like, rubbing his neck, and him being on the, uh, the weight thing, and he weighed, like, 300 pounds, (laughs) And uh, it, like, all culminates together in almost this saw, like, you know, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Like the realization. Yeah, and uh, you realize that she has been on his shoulders the whole time. Like, the ghost of this woman has been, like... The devil on his shoulder. Like, literally just sitting on his his shoulders, like, at a concert or something. It's so stupid. It's uncomfortable. It's stupid, and I love it. Like, batshit crazy and dumb and i love it why and but but my question is why is he burning himself why wouldn't he try to like burn behind him or something (gasps) yeah the flashbulb because then he takes this flashbulb and like sticks sticks it it to his neck. neck and at first i was thinking like oh is he doing that to like kill himself because kind of like bruno did like he's almost possessed or you know he's seen too much so he wants to just die yeah but he just like burns himself And it's almost like he's trying to get her off, but he does it to the side of his neck. It was weird. I don't know. There's this very short denouement where he is in a mental institution, (laughs) and he's got his neck bent over, and we see in the reflection that she's just, like, leaning on him, just, like, pressing her body weight down on his shoulders, like, love you forever! Here's my problem with that, Casey. What? He's in a fucking mental hospital. Why... Is there a swinging door? That door would be fucking locked. That would be like. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're like right. Like it was just like a fucking swinging cafeteria door. Like it is. It's a cool it's shot, a... but you're totally fucking right. That <laughs> That's the literally the last thing. thing I wrote down. I was like, Why the fuck is it? A why didn't the door? door? <laughs> yeah, so fucking stupid, but also fun. 
Again, I understand why it has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. But it was a really fun watch. Absolutely. Yeah. I I would say I give it... Ooh, what's my percentage? Out of 100, I would say... 1, 2, 3. 56. I hate giving ratings like that. Uh, because And only because, like, in some ways I would give it a 50%, but, like not comparing it to, I don't know, I just, I, I think it's stupid, and it's dumb, and I like it. <laughs> I love that. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. 56 just seems like a fun number. I do like 56. 69 is cool. That's a, that's a great number. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, um, don't know exactly what we're going to be doing, uh, for next week. Um, we're going to try to, uh, start, um, posting on a weekly basis, uh, hopefully on Fridays. This uh, episode will be out on Thursday, which I believe is uh, the 4th, I think. I believe so. So um, look forward for that. Um, we have a Twitter, Deepers, at Deepers Creepers is our Twitter. Uh, definitely go follow us there. We will be hosting a lot of polls to help us decide what um, movies we should be covering, uh, things like that. So look out for those. Um, we're going to be starting a TikTok, TikTok and an Instagram soon. We're going to get some promo shots done. Look out for those as well. Very exciting stuff. And, of course, we still have our email, deeperscreeperspod at gmail.com. Uh, send us uh, reviews, ratings, uh, comments, concerns, um, questions, and uh, definitely anything you want to see us review in the future. We want any suggestions, um, especially, you know, if it's movies we haven't seen before. I always love new you know, horror movies that I haven't seen. And it's great when ni- neither of us have seen them because we'll yeah. get to experience it together for the first time. So yeah. yeah, give us, give us some, give us some, uh, some of your favorites. Stump us. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. are going to be available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please, please, please rate and v- review on wherever you listen to us um, so we can get some traction and share us and tell all your friends about us. We have just been having so much fun. We love all yes. the support we're getting. Thank you um, all. So Seriously. please, please send us some suggestions for what you guys want to hear next. Yes. All right. Yay. We love you guys. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Did you get those eyes?